Amen. So every year it's a new start. And this is another brand new start. Brand new start. And I hope I hope that, uh, in fact, hope is one of the things I'm, I'm looking for in the year ahead. And uh, I, I know the reality. I'm not in denial. I know it's dark out there. I know it's ugly and getting uglier. But how many know we can still have a faith-filled perspective? We can still have an eternal perspective, a worldview that says Jesus is coming and the best days are still ahead. And for the church, I believe that God's going to pour out his spirit and they'll have a revival before he comes. I don't know what you're believing or waiting for or expecting, but it was a wonderful joy for Melissa and I to take communion with many of you at the altar Sunday, Christmas Sunday last week. It was beautiful to hear your hearts, pray for your personal uh, things that you're praying for in the year ahead. If you couldn't make it, it's okay. We're praying for you, whatever it is. But uh, it just made me think that um, uh, when Mary was nine months carrying Jesus, she had expectancy. And the fact of the matter that in nine months or thereabout, what she was expecting came to pass. How many glad Jesus made it? He made it to earth. He came for a purpose. It wasn't going to be aborted. The devil tried to abort it, but how many know the Lord still had his way? The devil can't stop what God's plan is in your life for 2023. And then I thought about that. We prayed for folks. I asked them what they were expecting for 23. And uh, I'm expecting the Lord's return. I don't know what you're expecting. I'm expecting blessings. I'm expecting health. I'm expecting. In fact, I'm opting out of inflation. Go ahead and be depressed and broke if you want to. I'm, I'm still God's child. I mean, oh, he's going to take care of his own. Amen. Let the devil and the world do what they want to do. I'm just a stranger passing through. Are you all ready to have the word of the Lord? Amen. Let's just look into it today. Uh, today is first the first day. And so first was the thought that occurred to me. And I wanted to talk to you just a few uh, minutes about priority and alignment, alignment. So uh, spiritual alignment, it's a good time to take inventory, devaluation. It's a good time of the year to say, you know what, God, uh, it's a new day. Whether you failed the Lord miserably last year, how many know he's a God of forgiveness and grace? He's a God of another chance. He's a God who will help you to uh, wipe out all of last year. Forget those things which are behind. Press on toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, we can't take God's grace for granted, but how many glad his mercies are new every morning? Amen. So so it's time of the year where we can realign ourselves. And, uh, and so I want to share with you a quick word. 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 through 24. And uh, now we ask you, brothers and sisters, I'm glad. How many ladies glad that the Lord put you in there? Three of you. Okay. Where are all the ladies in the house? Woo, there you all are. Well, he put you in there, brothers and sisters. Now, here's what you should do now. You should appreciate those who diligently work upon you, among you. Come on, it's your time to say, woo, we love you, Pastor. Come on, come on, guys. It's a good time. Well, you missed your opportunity. Okay. We appreciate those who diligently work, work among you. Recognize, acknowledge, respect your leaders. Hey, if you had a, a disrespect for leaders in, in the last year, you need to get a clue. Let that go. Get a new spirit. Get a new attitude. Right? Respect your leaders. God put them there for you. Who are in charge over you in the Lord. Now, in the Lord is a great phrase. In the Lord. Somebody shout, in the Lord. I know there's some over you that are not in the Lord, and it's hard to respect them. But the ones that are in the Lord, that's the ones he's saying that we should respect. And who give you instruction, okay? They're giving you instruction. They're training you. And we ask that you appreciate them and hold them in the highest esteem and love because of their work on your behalf. Live in peace with one another. Live in peace with one another. How many know this is a day of turmoil and strife and hatred and murder? Killing and violence and wickedness. Hey, hey, this is a wild day. You thought it was wild in, in the West. You know, wild, wild West. Last summer, we went to Kansas. And we stopped in Dodge City. The day that we live in today makes Dodge City look like Disney World. It's ugly out there. People are offended by every thought, every look, every word. Cancel culture, hate culture. I mean, it's especially if you're a God lover, 
then the world's going to hate you. That's where we're heading. If you haven't gotten a clue yet. So he says, live in peace with one another. Honor your, your, your leaders in the Lord. Uh, that's not the message. But here we go. We earnestly urge you, believers, admonish those who are out of line. That's why we got to get in alignment. I just got new tires. Uh, I was scared that the ice was coming, and it did come last week or Christmas, uh, three days. Of, and I thought, I don't know what happened to my tires. I had 80,000-mile tires that only got 30,000 miles. I mean, if somebody's cheating, I asked the people at the Pep Boys to give me a refund, and they said, we're sorry. How do we know you didn't peel out? I said, okay, God bless you. So I went to Sam's. Bless Sam's. So listen, if you're out of alignment, they said, we can't put new tires. Uh, no, I went to Nissan place. They said, we can't put new tires, Pastor Ron, until you get in alignment. Uh, I said, okay. Well, how much is an alignment? I said, it always seems to benefit you. A hundred more dollars. That's such a blessing. Anyway, I'll get, a, I'll get an alignment because he said, if you don't get an alignment, then you buy new tires and your new tires will be all messed up and worn in wrong spots and all that. How many know it's real? It's real. And so I admonish you who are out of line, the undisciplined, the unruly, the disorderly. Encourage the timid who lack spiritual courage. Help the spiritually weak. Be very patient with everyone, especially Pastor Ron. Always controlling your temper. Oh, I wish that wasn't in the parentheses. I hate that amplified version. Okay. See that no one repays another with evil for evil, but always seek that which is good for one another and for all people. Rejoice always. Delight in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer in every situation, no matter what the circumstances. Be thankful and continually give thanks to God for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus in 2023. Do not quench the spirit or subdue or be unresponsive to the working guidance of the Holy Spirit. Uh, do not scorn or reject the gifts of the prophecy or prophecies, the spoken revelations, the words of instruction or exhortation or warning. But test all things carefully so that you can emphasize what is good. Holy. Hold firmly, I'm sorry, hold firmly to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Withdraw and keep away from it. And here's the text. All that was pre, pre-admonishing. But here's what I want to share with you. Now may the God of peace. I'm really glad that he's the God of peace. You can't have the peace of God until you know the God of peace. May the God of peace himself, not an angel, not a human, not a pastor, not anybody. May the Lord himself sanctify you through and through. That is, separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure and whole and undamaged, consecrated to him, set apart for his purpose. And may your spirit and soul and body, say that with me, spirit and soul and body be kept complete or found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. And he will do it. He will fulfill his call by making you holy, by guarding you, by watching over you and protecting you as his own. Number one, align your priorities in 2023. I'm not going to take a long time because you don't want to be here a long time. But this is the word of the Lord. First, the first day of the week, the first thing he says to do. Right? In Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. And so when you look at the second, the first Thessalonians, he's going to preserve you. And notice the order. We said it together. Say it again. Spirit and soul and body. He mentioned spirit first. So as you start 2023, you got to align your spirit with the spirit of the Lord. This is first. This is priority. Align your priorities. Make sure the Lord and the kingdom and the king is first priority in 2023. So many times we order our needs of our own body first, uh, and our order is in the flesh. First, the soul, which is our emotions, our attitudes, our, our, uh, our uh, spirit comes next, finally. 
But notice this here. God is saying spirit is prioritized. First on the list, may your whole spirit, soul, and body seek him first. That's the word of the Lord for 2023. Align your spirit with the word of God. Get a right spirit. Get your spirit right. Are you all hearing me? That's that's a simple word, but it's a word. And then I want to take you through other firsts that I found. And it shouldn't take us long, but I want you to align your priorities first. Then secondly, align your relationships. I looked over in Matthew chapter 7. It's It's crazy. It's crazy. Matthew chapter 7. And uh, and and I, I know that relationships are, are, are how many believe they matter to God? Relationships matter to God, especially the first one. Your relationship with him. If it's not right vertically, it's not going to be right horizontally. And Matthew seven talks about that. And um, and one of my favorite verses is verse seven in chapter seven is verse eleven. If you then. Being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your Father give you, who is in heaven, give you good things to those who ask Him? So ask Him to align His Spirit with your Spirit. And then, and then after that, uh, Matthew seven five, He says, the the man's complaining about the splinter in somebody else's eye. Have you ever done that? Well, let's just look at it because some of you didn't. Um, he says, uh, verse 1, judge not that you be not judged, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Yikes! And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye, and look, and a plank is in your own eye. Look at this, verse 5. Hypocrite, Jesus said. First. First, remove the plank, the telephone pole, from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs or cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. He goes in next to ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened to you. So there are some conditions to a blessed life. Is anybody hearing me? I'm just talking about having favor in 2023. Align your priorities back, your spirit back in right relationship with God, right? And then align your relationships. Hmm. Before you go talking about other people and their issues, over here criticizing somebody with a toothpick in their eye while you have a giant telephone pole poking out of your eyeball. I know it's a crazy little picture, but it's true. And it doesn't make sense to Jesus. How many of you have met people like that? Don't raise your hand. You know it's easy to see what other people need to do. So easy to correct everybody else. And I've been rebuked and I've been corrected. I've been married 40 years. I've got more accountability and you know what to do with. And I can take correction and I can take rebuke. But I only take it from people I love and respect. Have you ever been rebuked? It's a big deal. doesn't feel good. Most of the time, though, we're, we're the ones doing all the rebuking and correcting and criticizing. It's easy to see. What they're doing wrong is uh, how, they, how, they, how they need to raise their kids right while, while your kids don't even want to be around you. Are you hearing me? Their marriage is sour, but yours is struggling. But you got everybody's, you know, you're criticizing everybody. This church is sad, but yours, you know, yours is suffering. And so so we do that. We do the comparison game. How many know it's a dangerous game to play? Comparing is a dangerous game to play. You never win. You never win. Because we always think we're either better than somebody or worse than somebody. If you think you're better than somebody, that's arrogance. If you think you're worse than somebody, that's low self-esteem. Either way, how many know the devil is a liar? So how we deal with relationships in 2023? God wants us to to deal with this. I know it hurts, but I'm gonna preach it like I feel it. Listen, it's always clear to see their issues, but we don't see the giant beam in our own eye. The Bible says, first cast out the beam in your own eye before you take the splinter out of theirs. 
It's kind of like the debt. Remember the debt? person owed nothing, and they owed $10 million, and they would put them in jail for pennies, and they had a debt. Remember that? And the Lord called them a wicked servant. Remember that? we got to deal with this relationship issue, the beam in your own eye. Heed the warning as we begin 2023. If you're always attacking people and preachers and everybody else and saying hateful things, you best remember that God will judge you harsher because you're ignoring your own telephone pole while you worry about their splinter. It's good preaching, Pastor. Keep it up. I'm trying to help somebody in 2023. Align your relationships. You know what I want in 23? I want, I want 23 to end, and I have a deficit in broken relationships. I don't want any broken relationships. I want every relationship. Know, I know some of them you can't help it. I mean, oh, there's some just evil people out there. There's some people take some till noon to smile. There's just evil out there and hatred and, and uh, people are waiting to be offended. You breathe the wrong way and they are offended. I mean, oh, it's a different day. But didn't Jesus tell us in the last days there would be people, many offenses? Many people will be offended. And, Lord, if you're a Christian today, how I many know oh, they're going to put you on the hit list? If you're a Jesus-following, Bible-toting, born-again believer, you're going to be on the hit list to the world. You already are, whether you know that or not. But um, you get it. Get in alignment with people because God is not in the habit of blessing those who go around criticizing and hurting people all the time as though they have no issues themselves. So let's just practice. Turn to your neighbor. If you have nobody next to you, just talk to yourself. I do that all the time. Just just tell them you have issues. Just tell them. Say you have issues. You have issues. And go back. Matthew, go back and tell Bear, you have issues too, brother. Tell him, oh, he did. Okay, I knew he wouldn't waste no time there. You're offended. <laughs> he said he's offended. That's funny. Yeah, we do, we do, we do. We do. First, you deal with yours. Align your relationships. How about we begin the year with a deficit in broken relationships? Come on, how about we do that? And we end the year the same way. Let's go on to the next one. You didn't seem like you're out of steam for that one. Align your reconciliation. There's some more. There's some more. You want me to go on? Here's another first I found to start the year, Matthew 5, 23. Um, it says, uh, it says, Said when you give, notice it's not if you give. I mean, oh God just assumes that you're gonna give. Now all the givers should have shouted Amen. When you give a gift, when you're going to be generous in giving, listen to this. First, he says, take your gift to the altar, and if you remember that you have an offense. Leave the gift on the altar and go thy way. Leave the gift on the altar and go thy way. Listen to this. First, priority, align, alignment of reconciliation. Don't stop giving. You got some things to take care of. Every relationship is, is, is tough. Every relationship. Every relationship is tough. Overseas, number one problem overseas in missions, missionary versus missionary. You say, you're kidding me. No, I'm not. In America, God's members versus members. You can look at me like that, but how many know it's real? If you've been in the church for five seconds, you know that just because you're God's people don't mean you don't have to deal with relationship issues. And we gotta we gotta learn how to say uh, congratulations. Fifty years is a long time, Larry. I bet you said I'm sorry a lot. Confirmation. If you need counseling, there you go. <laughs> Pam and Larry can help you. Our first, we must be reconciled. Reconcile with your brother. What? What is he saying? If you're in a position of bitterness or unforgiveness and strife and you're offended, it does you no good to give an offering. Doesn't do you any good to keep on giving. But I hear you already saying, well, then I just won't give. No. No, you ain't getting off that easy. Somebody shout amen. I just won't give and I just won't forgive. I just won't go to the altar. I just won't. I just won't. But that's not what he said. He said, bring the offering anyway. Bring the offering first to the altar. Deal with that first. Because God's not pleased that you're in every broken relationship. Hey, you ought to count up the relationships that are broken in your life and get a clue. 
if everywhere you go, if you're broken at work and you're broken at home and you're broken, how many know you got to figure out what's breaking everything? It's kind of like Mr. Boudreaux from Louisiana. He went to the doctor and he said, hey, doc, he said, I'm hurting right here. He said, when I touch right here, it hurts, Max. And he said, really? He said, yeah, doc, and when I touch right here, it hurts. He said, really? He said, yeah, doc, and when I touch back here, it hurts. He said, let me see, Mr. Boudreaux. Your finger is broken. Everywhere. I mean, oh, you got to evaluate your own situation. Kind of deals with that thing. Take care of your own bitterness and personal issues. People with issues, people with pain and hurt sometimes lash out at other people. You know what the, the favorite pastime in this day is? Having a personal family struggle and trying to make it a church struggle. Can I tell you? You can have personal struggles. It doesn't mean the church has to have a public struggle. I need somebody to shout amen there. So you got to learn. They like to bring that into the house of the Lord and say, yes, I'm having trouble. We're all trying. Everybody's having trouble. That's not true. Go home and deal with your personal struggle. Get it to the altar. Keep on giving. You thought you was getting off the hook, but, but you, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Bring the offering and put it on the altar. In other words, put it on layaway. Let God hold it. It's a delayed blessing. I'll wait till you get it right. Then I'll release it to you. Bring the offering. Lay it in the altar. I'll hold it. You go get it right. And when you get it right, I'll release that blessing to you. And you'll be blessed. Woo, that's some, that's some good stuff right there, Pastor. So he didn't say, take your offering and go and get out of here. He said, first, leave it. I don't trust you yet. This is the idea of, uh, of relationship. And it really matters to God. You have to get along to go along. You can't just run over everybody everywhere you go. And that's where our culture is heading. Isolation. Individualism. I don't need that church. I don't need that job. I don't need that marriage. I don't need that family. I don't need anybody. And they find themselves alone. How I many know oh, you really do need everybody? I said we really do need everybody. And there's going to be a day where we need the church more than we ever. Anybody glad that you have Oak Grove Assembly of God? That you have your home church? That you have your family? I am glad. I am glad that we have you. Today we hire everybody to fix everything. But Jesus said you need to fix this by yourself. You want to walk in the blessings of 2023, be reconciled. And if you don't want to, okay, well, don't be blessed. But if you don't reconcile with everybody, it's okay. Do your part and reach out and try. God will be pleased and he will pass the blessing on. As you try. The Bible says live peaceably with all men as, as much as possible. How many are glad for that as much as possible thing? I'm glad because I've tried and some people are just impossible to live with. You're not going to be happy no matter what you do. And so I want the blessing. How about you? Here's another first. I'll pass it on. Let's go. Alignment of authority. Now, this is a big one. This is a big one. Is anybody getting anything? Alignment of authority. This is a big one. Because uh, Matthew 12, 29, it's another alignment. He says, you cannot go into a strong man's house and take his things until first. Somebody shout first. First. First thing you got to do is bind the strong man. I mean, oh, the devil's taking some things from you, and it's time for you to go back and bind the enemy. Tie up the strong man. You can't if the strong man is the devil here. I mean, oh, he loves breaking relationships. He loves ripping apart churches. He loves tearing down a culture and a church. He loves to rip America to pieces. That's an alignment here. Bind the strong man first. This is the authority. This has to do with, with power and authority we have in Christ. Satan is the strong man, and, and he's stolen from you. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He's stolen money from you. He's stolen relationships. He's stolen some of your confidence, some of your health, some of your peace. And you, and you can't be passive. You just can't be passive about it. You've got to be strong if you're going to take it back. I mean, no, you've got to bind the strong man. And so the kingdom of heaven is forcefully advancing, and forceful people lay hold of it. If you're going to be blessed in 23, I mean, no, you're going to have to bind the enemy. And so, if you want to get things in alignment next year, you need to align your authority. The authority. 
over the strong man. Satan, who has your stuff, he says you're never getting it back. How many know he is a liar and he's a thief? How many is ready to take some things back in 23 that he stole from you in 22? If he stole your passion, how many know it's time to get it back? If he stole your favor, your fervor, your spiritual fire, how many know it's time to get it back? If he stole your family, it's time to get it back. If he stole your finances, it's time to get it back. If he took a friend from you, it's time to get it back. Maybe he just stole your energy. Maybe he stole your health. Whatever he stole, how many know it's time to to bind in the name of Jesus, bind the strong man. And the Bible says if you want your stuff back, first take authority, bind the strong man, and never accept that it's gone forever. Here's what we do. We just give up too easy. Oh, well, it's gone. It's gone. How I many know oh, it's not over till it's over? How I many know oh, the church needs to get her fight back? I guess revival's gone. I guess that's it. The culture's taken over. How many know the devil is a liar? How many know the church needs to rise up and bind the strong man and take back the victory? Take back the gospel. Take back your fire of God and Pentecost. Take it back and let the devil know. Serve notice on him. You're not coming into my house, devil, and bring that pain in my... You're not bringing that here. We're not going to sign up for that. You can go broke if you want to. How many know... God's people are still can be blessed. Not about money. It's about authority. You know what? If you if you Pastor Bear said Ruth lost her keys this morning. Ruth, did you find your keys? Where's Ruth? It was in your car. That's usually where keys are, huh? Never accept it. Come on, church. When you lose your keys, you search until you get it. Lose your wallet. I guarantee you, unless you ain't got no money in it, you don't care, really. Lose something, and you'll go back and tear the place up. But Satan wants you to you say, oh, I've lost it, and it's gone so long. I'll never get it back. It's okay. I know I know there are people here today ready to take some stuff back in 2023. You've had enough. The devil is a liar. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord can raise up a standard against him. No weapon formed against us is going to prosper in 2023. God protects his people. I'm going to be ready. Get your hands off my family. Get your hands off my children. I'm going to plead the blood. Get your hands off of Oak Grove Assembly of God. We take authority in the name of Jesus. Bind the old strong man. Bind him up in the name of Jesus and get it back. Get your dreams back. Get your vision back. Get your bounce back. Get your marriage back. Is anybody hearing me? Get your health back. Get your peace back. Your purpose back. It says, it says, if the thief be found, he must restore seven times what he stole. Now, somebody's ready to shout in here. I believe somebody's ready to get something back seven times. I don't know what you lost in 2022, but I believe God's about ready to give a sevenfold blessing. Seven times it's coming back to you. Pressed down, shaking together and running over. Shall God add to your bosom? Let it be so. Somebody shout, let it be so, God. Seven times. What he stole. You remember what he did to old Job? Looked like it was over. Looked like it was over. There's nothing left. But it was a hundredfold blessing came back to old Job. And I've got a, a feeling, church, that 2023, somebody's getting ready to tie the devil up and take authority back in Jesus' name. I just believe it. I don't know about you, but I'm going to raise my hand. Go ahead. Lord, I receive it in 2023. Sevenfold blessing for everything the devil has tried to take from me. Come on, lift your hands up today and say, Jesus, the enemy has taken it, but I'm going to bind the strong man in the name of Jesus and with the authority of that name over Satan. I have authority over demons and sickness. I have authority in his name over the spirit of fear, over the spirit of depression, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of discouragement. And I claim cheer. And joy and love and peace. I'm going to get it all back in Jesus' name. I want my fire back. I want my faithfulness back. 
I want my strength back. I want my vision back. Some people, the devil has lied to you and said you don't have no vision. You don't have no dream. Everything you hope for is down the tubes. God's saying the devil is a liar. You must first bind the enemy, and I will restore to you the joy of your salvation. It's going to be a good year. Come on, Oak Grove. I mean, it's going to be a great year of salvation, a year of favor, a year of blessing, a year of taking it back. I'm going to the enemy's camp, and I'm. That's it right there. He's under your feet. Say, how easy is this? It's not that easy. Because there's another one here. Align your heart with God's heart, Matthew 22, 36. And they asked Jesus, teacher, which is the greatest commandment? He said, first. Somebody shout first. First, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Align your heart with God's heart. What you get excited about is what you activate. So so your passion activates your faith. What are you excited about in 2023? Every year I ask families and friends, hey, what are you most excited about? They have to think about it a little bit. Seems like we've been beat up. For the last two or three years, it seems like the church has been beat, knocked down and knocked around. Seems like the culture is winning and the and the church is losing. But how many know it's not over? I wish I can get some help in here. How many know it's not over until Jesus says it's over? And I don't know. I'm not talking about the coming of the Lord. I did that last time. I'm talking about today. Today you can get it all back in between your ears. Down to your heart. Believing. Believing. Jesus wants your heart above all things. Give him your whole heart and life in 2023. He's saying this year, quit believing the lies of the enemy. Start believing God's word. Align yourself with the fact that Jesus loves you. You have to learn how to love you too. Or are you going to jump into a pity party? How many ever been to a pity party? Some of you went to party last night. You're trying to get over it. How many know that ain't going to work out for you very well? I'll, I'll save that for next week. I mean, no, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. That's what the old timers used to say. And we got a church that feels like they can be in the world, look like the world, act like the world, and come in church on Sunday and praise the Lord. How I many know you're not going to have the same passions with a hangover? I tried that years ago. Satan lying, and he's and he's telling you that you're ugly or fat or skinny or ignorant. You hear all kinds of voices on the inside telling you why you can't do anything, why never anything's going to be good for you, that you're good for nothing, and 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 it's not it's not in alignment with God or God's word. It's a lie. You are worth something. You're valuable to God. God loves you. God chose you. God died on the cross for you. How many know that's worth shouting about? And He's coming back for you. Quit believing the lies of the enemy. The giants are not authorized to stop you. How many know there's grapes over there in glory land? But ten spies came back. This is not outside oppression. This is inside oppression. Voices from the inside said, we'll never overcome. Those giants will take us, and there's no way we can overcome. There's no way we can take the land. In fact, we can't even cross Jericho. The walls are too wide, and it's too many. They're mocking us, and they're laughing at us. I mean, oh, God's going to have the last laugh. And I know it's hard to understand it. Because Joshua, the commander, tells you to shout. What good is it for me to shout, Pastor? I don't feel like shouting. We're defeated. We're lost. We're lost everything. We're never going to get it back. Nothing, Josiah. We're not getting nothing back. It's over. I mean, oh, the devil is a liar. And Joshua said, you get up in the morning and you walk around that wall and I want you to, (laughs) I want you to praise God. I want you to stare right at the mockers and the naysayers and the ungodly and the wicked and the world all around you to saying you're not going to make it. All these voices and you tell them the Lord is going to fight my battle. I feel like somebody's ready to shout in this house. My battle belongs to the Lord. And on seven days, I might be tired come day six. 
and I might be walking around the same old wall with nothing happening, and it's still mocking, and they're still carrying on. But how I many know on day seven, on the seventh time around, they said, shout and blow the trumpet, and when the people of God shouted, the walls came down. We didn't do anything. We didn't have chisels and hammers. We didn't knock the wall down. We didn't bull against the bulwark against the, the walls. We didn't get the oxen in the cart. We, how many know man's attempt is going to fail every time? And I know it seems like the church is really defeated. Few people. How many know God's still going to have his day? We may not got down to how little we need to be. But I know God sometimes uses and diminishes the numbers. I want you all to hear me. Sometimes he diminishes the numbers in Gideon's army so that he can get all the glory. If Gideon had all that he needed against the Midianites, then Gideon would have got the glory. But God said, you send some of these away and send some of those away. But the ones that are ready, they will lap like the water like a dog. They will be focused. They will align themselves with God's heart. They will be ready with a weapon in one hand and the word of God in the other. Woo! Mm. Believing the voices. They say you're not able to possess the land. But two of them said we were. Ten said we weren't able. Majority failed. Jesus says learn how to love yourself on the inside. Get in alignment with God's love. Cleanse your inside first. You can't take the man out of the slum until you get the slum out of the man. Maybe there's some things you need to do today. I'm finished preaching. Chrissy, I think it's time to come back. He's got three minutes to, to do something. I don't know what to do. What are you going to do with 2023? Just going to let it go by? Just going to let it go by another year? And just believe that Satan is taken and hope is gone? I hope in this series that's coming up, soar. I'm hoping to take you above the turbulence. Turbulent times are on us. They're not coming. They're already here. They're already here. They might be more coming. I know. I know. I just got back from Australia, and we had some turbulence. And I was chewing my gum and sweating and believing God just to get me through. I do not not like turbulence, especially if I ate some of that food, whatever it was. It's airplane food. That's all I can tell you. Somebody said, what is it? I said, I don't know. I'm just believing God. It's airplane food. I'm just... And I ate it, and the turbulence started coming. I was like, oh, Lord, if you'll help me. That little white bag in here is not enough. And that's the way it feels. So Melissa and I have a call as pastors of this house to take this airplane above the turbulence. I mean, oh, the pilot has the ability to lift. I need somebody to stand up and lift yourself up out of your pew. Come on, just lift yourself up out of that pew. Stand with me this morning. You're going to have to, if you're going to get the blessing of God, you're going to have to line yourself with God's heart. You're going to have to line yourself, uh, your relationships. You're going to have to line yourself with priorities. You're going to have to line yourself with reconciliation. You, you got to know that there's a real devil who's trying to stop you from the blessing and favor of God this year. Maybe he has taken some of your dreams. We got a couple of minutes left here. I know we prayed for healing already, but maybe there's a dream that God's trying to revive in your heart. A calling, a passion, a purpose. We're going to worship the Lord for the next few minutes. Listen, you need to lift. You need to forget, turn back, and forget 22. Forget it. All right? Turn back and forget 2022. And, And then turn forward. Turn forward. And remember the blessing of God is waiting you. If you'll just... Take authority. Take authority over your life in 2023. Take authority. Bind the strong man. Bind the strong man that's trying to hinder you first. And then, if you have aught with somebody, leave your gift at the altar. Leave it there. God will trust you. You can trust God. Go and make it right. Then come back. If you allow bitterness or unforgiveness, this altar is for you. To start the year, let's get a clean slate. Let's just forgive it. Say, I don't have anybody to forgive. Just go back in your subconscious and think of somebody or make somebody up. Just make sure 
Because if there's any animosity or anger or resentment, how many know it will hinder your spiritual growth in 2023? The number one thing kills revival, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness every time. Doesn't matter who it's with. That's why relationships matter. So, so come. Let's start 2023 year off. Rising above, soaring above the clouds. Get across those dark clouds. Let's ask God to give me my joy back, my peace back, my strength back, my energy back, my health back, my finances back. Whatever you're dealing with, these altars are open. Come on, Miss Chrissy. Let's worship the Lord, Brother Taylor. Come on, let's do it. Come and get back anything you feel like you need to. said there's a day coming if I told you everything about it you wouldn't even believe me it's a new day coming Jeremiah said some of you here today and you're believing for something that hasn't happened yet with uh, expectation the expectancy is there like like a pregnant mother and you know it's coming it's just nine months it seems like forever but it's nine months and you've been carrying that. You've been carrying that. It's been sucking the life out of you. You've been sucking sucking the, the, the life out of you. Sucking joy. And it's coming. I said it's coming. 2023 is going to be the year of favor for you. You just got to believe it. Stop believing all the lies of the enemy. You are worth something. You are valuable. You are priceless. He loves you this morning. Woo! Come on, sing it to him. Sing it to the Lord today. You got to fight. How many is ready to stand up? Lift your hands and worship the Lord. Come on, let your worship. Let your worship be different in 2023. Let your witness be different in 2023. Hey, let your work be different in 2023. Dig into the Word of God. Stand on the Word of the Lord. Hey! I'm not standing on politics. I'm not standing on politics. I'm not standing on money. I'm not standing on other people. I'm standing on the Word of the Lord. Come on. Good thing. I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight with the word of the Lord. Come on, raise up your Bible. 
Raise up your Bible. Say it. This is how I fight my battle. This is how I fight. This is how I fight. This is how Somebody needs to worship. Somebody needs to shout. Somebody needs to pray. Hey, somebody needs to cast out a few things. Somebody needs to cast and bind the strong man. Bind the strong man. Don't you let him in your house. Don't you let him in your house. Bind the strong man. Father, right now, I bind the strong man in my house. He will not penetrate my door frame. He will not cross my threshold of my home. I'm going to take authority over my home. In 2023, I'm going to take authority over any sickness. I'm going to take authority over anything that's hindering. I'm going to take authority over my mind. I'm going to take authority over my emotions. i got to take authority. First, first, somebody shout first, first, I got to prioritize, I got to prioritize my relationship with God. The word of God has to be my foundation. Then I got to prioritize my relationships and reconciliation. Hallelujah. Then, then I got to take alignment with authority. Who is authority in your life? What is the passion of your life in 2023? Listen, listen. I can spend just two minutes with you. Everything you love, everything you want to talk about, everything you want to dream about, is that that's your passion. That's, that's, that's what you love. How many want that love and passion to be toward the Lord? Come on, let's align our heart with God's heart this morning before we leave. Come on, come on. We've got just a minute or so left. This is to align our heart with God's heart today. Father, 2023 is going to be the year. I'm going to t- take back some things. I'm not going to let the enemy, I'm not going to let him untie my life, my marriage, my finances, my future. I'm going to hold guard over my house. I'm going to put a guard over my tongue. I'm going to put a guard over my wallet. I'm not going to believe the lies of the enemy. I'm going to pay my tithe when the doors are open to the church house. I'm going to church. I don't care what my husband says. I don't care what my wife says. When the doors of the house of God are open in 2023, I'm going to God's house. I'm going to open my mouth and worship you. I'm going to worship you, Lord, in 2023 like I never did before. I'm going to witness for you in 2023. I don't care. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the power of God unto salvation. And the darker and ruder and crazier this world gets, the more bold you're going to make me. Even in my work, Lord, I'm going to honor you. In fact, God, I need the Holy Spirit more today than I've ever needed you before. I don't have enough wisdom. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough strength. I don't have enough brains. I don't have enough people. I don't have enough of anything. Oh, but God, you're more than enough. Come on, let's thank him that he's more than enough for every need. Every need. Lord, when I go to sleep at night, I want to be at peace. May my convictions match your word and not the world. Let me stand in this day of trouble. Keep my eyes fixed upon Jesus, who is the author and finisher of my race. How many are ready to plead the blood over your children? Come on, parents. Any parents in here? Come on, lift your hands to the Lord and say, Lord, I want to plead the blood over my children. Come on, my grandchildren. My children and my grandchildren. Come on, just start pleading the blood. Say, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, some of your children or grandchildren are away from the Lord. Call them back. Come on, call out to the Lord. Say, Lord, bring back my grandbaby. Bring back my children, Lord. Taking them back, I'm taking them back. Taking them back, I'm taking them back. Oh, Father God. Taking back every broken relationship is going to be made right. Every low valley is going to be raised up and every high mountain is going to be made flat because the King of Glory is coming. I told y'all I felt like preaching this morning. 
Because I believe 2023 is going to be one of the greatest years. How many of you are willing to believe God with me? Come on, lift your hand. Let's just believe God for a favorable year. Favorable to each family member, to every individual, to every person. May their finances be favorable. May they get hungry for the word of God. May the spirit of God. May they get in alignment with your heart and with your spirit and with your word. May we get in alignment with the voices that are lying to us and start believing the voice of God. May our dreams come back and our visions come back. May our church people come back. God, let our church people come back. We come against the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. We come against the spirit of COVID or any other virus in the name of Jesus. We come against sickness in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every issue that's trying to stop the church, slow down the church, to keep the church. But the church is the only hope for this world. If we don't have a revival, we're in trouble. May God give us another Pentecostal revival. Let's pray for our generation below us. Come on. Let's pray for our generation below us that they get the fire of revival. Come on, Father God, let this, we take back a generation that's gone, absolutely gone mad. They just seem to be gone. They're leaving the church faster than they're coming into the church. They're finding other ways. They've been disillusioned. They've been deceived. They've been confused. They've been having, uh, people have been lying to them. They've been sold a bill of goods. Father, give us our generation back, we pray. In the name of Jesus, in the authority of Jesus' name, give us another generation. Let's pray for the older generation. The older generation might be a generation that said, we give up. The world is taking everything. There's nothing left. Why should we pray? Everything seems to go into the hogs. I mean, oh, the devil is a liar. Lift your hands. Come on, generation. Come on, generation. Let's believe God. Let's believe God. Come on, young people, believe. Ask God to give them fire again. To give them a fresh start again. We can believe again for revival in America, God. Start with us here. Start with us here. Let us have fire. Let us have faith again. Renew, oh God. Renew, oh God. Renew the church in the days ahead. Renew the church in the days ahead. We come against mediocrity and complacency. We come against a carnal church that doesn't even know what the real church looks like. God help us in the days ahead. How about we just close out by just worshiping God? Come on, lift your hands in the air and let's just close out by worshiping. Oh, mighty God, we worship you.